ready? You recording? Okay. All right, boom. Welcome back to another episode of Return the Mac Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Oscar Daddy, direct Poppy James and Poppy, aka What's in the Pants, aka Just Playing on My Relationship. Uh, this is a more somber episode. Um, as you can tell by my spirits, I was not laughing at the beginning. That was an edit. Um, this is a podcast that I've been dreading to do, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, thank you so much for all 300 of you on, on, on YouTube for subscribing, but it seems to be the end of the road. Um, uh, my my uh, my friends and I, you know, we we hang out sometimes to do podcasts, and um, we we had a fight. Uh, it, it was over ownership. Um, they wanted to see some kind of accounting. I said, I'm not making money from the podcast. They said, How are you buying things? I said, Guys, it was. Long story short, the podcast is over. Um, this oh, is the last. Can you imagine, nigga? You out of your fucking mind, nigga. Uh, Direct Poppy, what's going on, guys? Uh, this is in a lone cast, obviously. Oh. Nobody else is here. My friends have betrayed me. They don't fuck with me anymore. But I'm going to be bringing you guys content. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some topics. Of course, there's stuff going on in my life. Just give you guys an episode and just have a one-on-one type thing, you know? If you have any questions, any kind of stuff you want to send in, please do send it in on ROTM Podcast on Instagram and then also ROTM Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty That's pretty much answered all the questions, right? People are gonna have questions like, "Why is nobody else in the picture?" It's my friends don't like me anymore. That's what I'm kidding. Uh, no, people are like, literally, it's, it's a scheduling thing of our cameraman being busy with stuff and other people not. You know what I mean? Just it was a lot, and I was like, you know what, bro? Let me just do it out of the crib. So here we are. Um, yeah. So let's get started. I'm sweating already, bro. Don't I know why I'm sweating? It's because <laughs> okay. of the beanie, but I'm not gonna take it out because it's fashion. But yes, uh, sir. Nah, and plus I have drinks here. Anyway, let's talk about the set first of all. Let's talk about the set. You know. Look at that. You got the decanter. Is there the grown man vibes right there? You got a candle right next to it, which smells magnificent. You got a glass of the good stuff. Whatever's in here, you don't know what it is, right? It could something. It could be something that, that rhymes with Mameson. We don't know, but they're not paying me, so I'm not going to say what the brand is. Uh, and then you have, you know what I mean, the wooden table here, and everything's great. <laughs> everything's great. Uh, all right, let's get into the episode. So, first topic, um, Rory and Mal. Uh, this today, I'm recording this on Saturday, June 12th. Yeah. Um, actually, let's talk about the date, bro. I told you, right? June twelfth of last year, I think, is the day that I also recorded another loan cast. Yeah, it was the first one. I didn't even know that I was gonna be doing this today. I kind of just said, you know what? Let me do it. And like synchronicity, bro, it's crazy. I wipe myself down. I'm sweating like a, a pastor. <laughs> but yeah, I know that 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 was a really cool thing for me to find that on Snapchat memories and being like, oh shit, say word. I'm in tune with the universe or whatever that means. But um, yeah, where are we? Huh? Exactly. <laughs> If you see me with chakras and mad jewels and, and, and see me going loud on TikTok, don't say anything. But yeah, Rory and Mal, they put out a podcast today, the very first episode of their own series that they're starting. And it was good, bro. Like, it was actually good. And I'm not surprised because I fuck with those guys from ever since they were on the podcast. You know, I knew what they brought to the podcast. And I wasn't one of those people that said the show is just Joe and Rory and Mal don't contribute anymore. They're getting lazy. Like, no, the dynamic of all three of them, you have to maybe you have to be a podcaster to really understand what it is they bring to the table. But the three of them, they built something together. And when you take people out of the equation, it's going to be different. And people are experiencing it now, too, with with um, Ish and Ice uh, on the Joe Bun podcast. It's just not the same, to be honest, you know. Um, but, yeah, like back to the Rory and Mal thing. I thoroughly enjoyed their their uh, their one hour episode or something like that, whatever it was. Uh, it was they talked about a lot of good shit. Talked about what they've been doing. Talked about the stuff they have planned. And um, yeah, it's, it, I'm excited for what it is that they have coming up. I didn't watch the visuals just yet, but the audio I can automatically tell Parks did not work on that audio because like 
the quality it wasn't shit, but it wasn't no Parks shit. You know, it just goes to show you how much work Parks put in in terms of engineering and mastering the audio for the podcast because that shit sounds exquisite. Um, and of course, you can't get that kind of quality from anyone else. But um, shout out to those guys. I'm wishing them luck. Uh, yeah, I don't want them to, you know, to do well. Um, let's talk about another pair of guys, uh, Jay and Trey. They made an announcement the other day about having a show on Bell or or Crave or something like that. Crave, right? Yo, those guys, bro, I'm really... <laughs> hats off to them, for real. Like, they're obviously an inspiration to every content creator from the city. Um, just to see how big they're doing and how consistent they've been. They've been in the game for over 10 years at this point because I remember talking about their, stick it, their skits in high school, you know, and it's like fast forward how many ever years and they're here they're doing these kind of big things and it's just amazing even from like their merch to like their merch is it's a clothing line you know what i mean it's not the same little oh, i'm gonna put my face on a t-shirt well not first of all that sounds like i'm sending shade to my boy bkp which is i'm not i love that shirt it's amazing but you know even even the way he did it was creative but there's people that just kind of do random really basic shit and for y'all is never about that so with their do-rags with the you know what i mean their clothing line it's it's really fire so um shout out to them but yeah back to the show though the show is an amazing thing bro these guys from fucking brampton um you know start off in their their parents basement putting out skits getting pressure from their dad talking about you have to go to school and here they are they have a show you know what i mean it's like bro that's just it's amazing man the, the shit you can do with the camera and, and and reach to be honest so shout out to them too that's some good positivity shout out to them um all right let's talk about swiss beats and timbo so there's a versus battle that happened, I want to say, a couple weeks ago by now. By the time this comes out visually, it's probably been a month, to be honest. But, yeah, they, they did a collab, I mean, a versus battle at, what's that club that all the niggas go to in Atlanta? Um, is it Live? I think it was Live. But, yeah, they did that, an in-person versus battle. And it was cool. I mean, it was cool, you know, because these are guys that obviously have an impact in the game. And they put out some hate records, undeniable records, to be honest. And... You know, see them perform them against each other and kind of have that, you know, camaraderie and also the, um, I guess, the competitive spirit was was fun to see. But um, there was some times where I was kind of like, is this, are they going to fight? You know, like, because it, it reminded me of, okay, if you're a listener and you're black, you know what I'm talking about. So you remember, like, when you grow up and you start wearing fitteds and then you go to school and you have your fitteds, like, you know what I mean? I'm grimy and this is whatever. It's my fit, right? And then white kids come on and they go, to your hat that right there is a form of disrespect that you cannot understand if you're not black i just feel you know because people are just like playing with your hat ha, ha, ha. but that can start a fight and somebody can die and i don't understand you know so i i had this saw glimpses of those moments in the versus battle when swiss beats took a chain off timbaland's neck and put it on himself it was kind of like you know and i was like uh i don't know what's going on here. i hope these guys are real friends because when you involve liquor and stuff like that things can go left easily but Nah, it was it was an interesting thing to see. Um, the tracks were good, but yeah, another another thing I noticed about the the the, the fight. I mean, the fight. The uh, the versus battle. Timbaland was mad sweaty. I mean, first of all, shout out to him for because he went from being a fat 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 man to being a really you know <laughs> to being a really in shape guy. You know what I mean? He looks great. He did a lot of work, and shout out to him for that. But it's like it made me think. It's like damn, like I'm a nigga that sweats a lot too. Do I look like this nasty, sweaty nigga in the club? Like I'm having a good time. And everyone's looking at him like, ooh, I don't want to touch him because his whole back like was drenched. I mean, he was wearing a silk shirt, a silk outfit. I know, but it was like yo, it was na and Swiss Beats is hugging on him and shit. I'm like, ugh, like I could never, bro. The worst thing back when clubs were open, whenever you, you know what I mean, like the song is crazy. You put your arm around your nigga's neck, and you're like, 
<laughs> you feel it's wet? So I can't imagine if it's your whole back and you're there going back and forth and sharing chains. I'm not hugging you, bro. Like, you're just soaked at this point. Mm-mm. It was a lot. It was a lot. But, um, nah, shout out to them. They did something cool for the culture and people enjoyed it. But I also see a lot of people shitting on it because they're saying um, versus is more of a thing of the past. It's more of a thing that we used to do back when we were in the house. But now that we outside, we don't have time for this. I'm like, don't do that because it was there for you when you needed it. And now that you're like, I don't need you. You're going to shit on it. Don't do that. So um, shout out to those guys. So happy that they got that bag that they got from whatever company they signed with. I think it's Triller. Um, they're still doing big things. So yeah, again, I'm ending every segment off with positivity. I'm a real nigga, bro. I better be getting millions. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we gonna talk about? Yeah, Jay Z track. He he previewed a Jay Z track and also a new J Cole track in the versus battle. I think Swiss Beast did that. Not a huge J fan, um, as you guys can obviously tell. Oh yeah, niggas love to come after me for that. You don't like Jay Z? I'm like, yeah, I don't care for it. But um, no, nah, he put that new song out. People reacted the way they did. Came and went. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, whatever. Um, let's transition into... Um, I already talked about Jay and Trey. Uh, yeah, concerts. So I saw this Toronto concert page post uh, rumor. He's uh, an artist that I really, really enjoy. He's a new guy. He came out a couple years ago. Maybe over that, actually. But um, he's coming to the city. He's the first concert I saw be announced for the city. Uh, he's going to be... I think it's in August at Adelaide Hall. And I, as soon as I brought it to the, uh, uh, wow, words. As soon as I brought it up to my guys, they were like, I'm not, like, what do you think the crowds are going to be like? You know, everyone's kind of hesitant. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, like, we're not there yet, you know? But um, they did bring up a good point, though. The, the crowd, I mean, not really, because would the crowd be shaky? Because the people that are buying tickets are the ones that want to be there, right? They're not the ones that are worrying about, I don't want to breathe anybody else's air and stuff like that. But do you think we're ready for... Those kind of concerts? I don't, I don't, like, full, full concerts, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a setup where it's, like, there is, you know, social distancing. <laughs> that should be okay. I mean, yeah, like, like uh, New Zealand did, right? Yeah, yeah. A while ago, yeah, but this is, like. your own little pod, that's fine. Mm, that could work. Arm to arm, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, this one is going to be at Adelaide Hall. I don't, I don't know if I've even been there before, but I think it's probably going to be one of those small venues where it's, like, people are arm-to-arm or shoulder-to-shoulder or whatever so i mean we'll see how that pans out i don't know if it's going to be canceled or what i'm just happy the city's reopening uh all i want is theaters to open again i want bars to open as well i'm going to bars i don't care i'm going <laughs> it's been way too long fam. we need to go what back there. yeah patios oh my anyway um all right let's talk about <laughs> hunter biden so um hunter biden is joe biden's son uh, he's he's been a wild boy. I don't I think he's been the one that was a wild boy, right? Was he the one that OD'd? I think so. Or was that the other one? He's the one that OD'd. I think the other one died. Oh yeah, one of them well, yeah, one of his yeah. sons did die. But yeah, one of them was like, you know, being a wild boy doing a bunch of drugs and stuff like that. And I think this is the guy we're talking about, Hunter Biden. His text leaked to the public, right? And it was an exchange between him and his lawyer. Uh tell me why my boy says like he just casually talks to his lawyer like he's black. <laughs> You know, you know, be like. I want to read the text right now. Hold on. What does it say here? It says. Um. So his lawyer texts him, saying, "Okay, God loves unconditionally. Bo loves you unconditionally. Children are too young to understand what it means, but you will show them. Uh, these are deals, or these are ideals of unconditional love that serve as proxies. 
I don't have many. You, God. I don't know what that means. But he goes, OMG, nigga, did you just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what this nigga's on, but the fact that he said nigga like that and used it like that, I, it made me laugh. I hate the fact that the first thing I, I did was laugh, but I was like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? Like, why is he texting another white man and using the N-word so casually, so freely? Um, but yeah, what else? There's another screenshot as well that says, uh, oh, and you too, how much money do I owe you? Because nigga, you better not be charging me Hennessy, Hennessy rates. What does that even mean? What are Hennessy rates? You know what I mean? So the fact that he's just dropping it this casually, who taught him? He's been watching a lot of Obama. Oh, I mean, it could, it could be, <laughs> it could be, but the, of course people try to, you know, people try to kill him on Twitter and stuff like that, rightfully so. Um, but not going to lie, the first thing when I read it, I started laughing. Like, this guy's a wild boy. I did too. He's a, he's a wild boy, <laughs> you know, because he just thinks that he's black and you could just use it in text. I'm actually curious to know how many people, like, white people actually use. I think a lot of them do. I think so, too. Nigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, nah, for real. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, you can't blame. Whoa. <laughs> Let me not say that. <laughs> Let me not say you can't blame. It's because, like, yo, it's cool. There's, they don't have a word like that. They just don't. They don't have a word. That doesn't hit the same. They don't have a word that just, you know, unifies them and, like, you can say it amongst each other and people can't say it. That's true. Hey, you know what? You think that if roles were reversed, we'd be trying to say it? Definitely not. Because we wouldn't. If it was like, oh, white people have a word that they say amongst themselves and we can't say it to each other. We'll be like, nigga, you can have your shit party. Yeah. We'll have our shit here. Yeah, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's always been them coming to our party and not the other way around. Because we're the cool, we're the people. That's, no, but that's literally what it is. You know? Even though we're a minority, it's like, you still come to our parties. You take everything we do and... Man, oh yo, did I tell you? I don't know if you sent me this video, but there's a video of a girl who um who says, "Why do we do a, a bad face when we like something? That's such a stupid part of our culture. Like, why? What's wrong with Gen Z?" And the guy stitched the video, said, "You fucking idiot. No, like that's not part of your culture. That's actually black culture. It comes from funk. The the stank face came from like when people start playing, you know, bass. Like, like mm, the whole room does a face. Like, God damn. And that's where it came from. She's like, that's not your culture. That's our culture." <laughs> And I'm like, yo, teach these devils, bro. <laughs> like, no, but that, that goes way back. And, and and if you literally, a lot of cool shit in the culture, unfortunately, is from us. Nobody gets paid from it. Nobody recognizes it. And yeah, we're getting a little sad. Let's let's, let's change, uh, let's change, you know, the pace a little. So let's get into, oh, I have an announcement. So I have a new segment. Brand new segment uh, alert. It's called Am I an Asshole? This is, this is something me, Koti, and somebody else came up with in the moment. Um, we were talking to somebody. She's she talked about something, and then that just sparked an idea. We should have that segment on the podcast, right? And so, perfect. So, here it is. So, am I an asshole? I bring up scenarios where I'm not sure if this is my, my take on this is, you know, an asshole take or if it's just a regular take. So, let's get into it. Kevin Samuels may have outed himself as gay slash bi, right? So, Kevin Samuels, if you don't know who it is, I feel like you know exactly who Kevin Samuels is if you're listening to this podcast. He's a man that has a lot of theories, a lot of principles that he puts out in the world as fact. And he likes to shame women for not being at a certain level. I mean, he does this to men too, but I, for the most part, the ones that he does to women go way more viral. And it seems that a lot more women are calling him in, you know, calling in his line and asking for advice and stuff like that. So, And all these are black women, right? So with that being said, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But the what happened in terms of how he outed himself or potentially outed himself was he was on his show on YouTube and he does this with he has a camera facing himself. 
uh, a bunch of cameras, you know, different angles. And he also has people calling in and he shows the camera on the main screen. Right. Um, so when he was doing a show, I guess there was something that happened and it exposed a camera that was in some kind of room. And there was a man comfortably sleeping in a bed, a big man, not a small man, a big old man just sleeping there. And it was there for a few seconds. And of course, people are going to be like, what's the problem? The problem is Kevin's reaction. He panicked. And you can tell he panicked because he didn't say anything. Because if it was somebody calling in and say, why are you calling me? You in the bed. He didn't say that. He was like a, oh, <laughs> a glitch in the system. <laughs> and he's like, somebody in the bed. And he starts laughing. He <laughs> <laughs> literally just like that. Like he tried to recover it in the moment and it just did not happen. So people on Twitter were going crazy about this clip saying, this man is very comfortable in the bed. He's been there for a long time. You know what I mean? This is not something that he just, oh, this is just my father sleeping with me. Pause. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Spending over the extent of time over at the house or something like that. It was definitely someone who's been there comfortable for a long time and he panicked. So with that said, you know, people were like, nah, there's no way that Kevin Samuels is gay. No way that could be happening. Stuff like that. And, and of course, Twitter's had a field day. Started putting out clips of... Um, what is it, Riley and stuff like that too from the Boondocks? Nigga, you get and no, it was a really fascinating day on Twitter, and and of course talking to Koti about this since Kevin Samuels is like his godfather, <laughs> he was in denial. Like he cleared that up. It's not real. You guys be the judge. Um. Okay. The reason why he, it's in the segment is because I just think it's funny, bro. Like whatever you do in the dark is gonna come out in the light. I'm not for outing people, but I'm just saying if you're gonna spew out some kind of hate and some shit just that you do in the dark comes up. Is it right for me to laugh? Is it not right for me to laugh? Am I an asshole? Yes or no? You guys let me know in the comments. Okay, back from break. Um, let's get into another item that I have in the same segment. Am I an asshole? Oh, okay, let me just write that. Let me just read what's written in the So, men sacrifice a lot too in marriage, but we don't talk about it. Men don't complain a lot. Uh, they keep everything inside and they die. Uh, there's a stat that says apparently men who are married are happier and live longer than single men. What do you think about this stat? Is it truth? Okay. Um, I think... <laughs> I had this conversation with Hanin, of course. Uh, we talked about what men sacrifice going to... Or no, who sacrifices more going into a, a marriage? Man or the woman? Um, I said the men sacrifice a lot. Um, I mean, they sacrifice... If it, if it goes left, there's a lot more being sacrificed than what women sacrifice, right? She said, well, we do, like, chores and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, that's the agreement that you've agreed to. Like, if you're going to get into a, a situation with someone, you should know where they stand. Like, you can't get with someone expecting to change 100%. And it's like, why am I doing all the dishes? You never do them. Like, they never did them from day one. Why do you expect this to change now? You know what I mean? But... <sighs> Am I an asshole for that? Like, for, for, for telling people, you this is your boat? I mean, that's not the expression. This is, you know, it's your bed, lay in it. Because if you're getting in a situation with someone and you know they don't do these type of chores, why would you expect it to change if you're getting married? Yeah, but that's absurd. You know, that's it's not going to happen. So stop thinking. Okay. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Stop thinking about it. It's never going to happen. But... <laughs> Once they say I do, you know, just their eyes It just doesn't work like that. It just does not. Um, yeah, and okay, let's talk about it in general. Let's not talk about me because I have a hard time with this thing because I grew up doing chores and stuff like that too around the house, laundry, dishes. We all do them as kids. 
it my reality was not my well my dad does sit on the couch but you know what i mean it's the, my, the reality was not you're not saying but the reality was not like my dad's on the couch and like my mom does everything around the house you know what I mean? at least not when i was born maybe when my sister was mm-hmm. that was the case but once they started having more kids we just became the ones that are taking care of the chores you know for the most part so it was like both parents were on the couch and we're doing the work so i didn't see that whole uh she comes i mean i guess we did actually the whole my mom comes back from work and she's is a cooking a lot of the times because she cooks for him right because we're all grown now so we all cook for ourselves and we like what we ate but you know that's the agreement she signed up for bro exactly. and she she enables it she literally enables it you know yeah. so it is what it is but um but i'm talking about like not for my future and what's gonna happen in my household i don't see it being like that like i don't i don't know i kind of feel like the whole gender world thing has changed right mm. Where Yeah, when yeah. come together, it's like more like a teamwork. Like mm-hmm. We both cook dinner, we can both clean up. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, there's, I feel like the gender roles come into play if you start to fill in those pieces, which means if you're the man, you're earning more, then chances are you're going to meet, you're going to be providing all the bread and stuff like that. She's, she's going to be the, the one that's not working, or you know? If that's your situation, that's your situation. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that um, if the roles are reversed, too, you got to be okay with it in terms of if your wife is the one that's becoming the big earner and you're like, oh, I want you to stay home. Are you okay with that? Um, I don't know honestly. I really don't. I'd be. Uh, I think for a bit it would be cool, because. But the thing is, I don't. I'm not the type to just stay home and do nothing. Like I'm gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna do something. You know. So there's gonna be stuff going on. But that would be pretty cool for a bit. Just stay home, take care of the kids. <laughs> That's chill. You know. But I mean, I think it becomes uh, unfair when you when both parties are equally working, and then you get home and say, okay, you take care of the kids. Yeah. It's like, all right, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Those kind of cases are the ones that I think is more unfair. But um, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I'm actually interested in hearing this. This is a conversation that's been going on for a long time. And hearing people's inputs is interesting. So please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Give it a thumbs up. I have to, you know, say in the middle of the video just because improves engagement. Engagement. Um, all right. So that's it for that topic uh, or that segment, actually. Let's jump into the music. So music, a whole lot of music dropped yesterday, of course. Yesterday is Friday, the 11th of June. Um, let's get into DMX's album though. That came out a little while ago. Um, of course, this is after he passed. Unfortunately, he wasn't there to you know really push the album. But Swiss Beat said that he worked on it with him super closely. He produced every track on there. Uh, had some collabs in terms of producing, but uh, it was him and DMX. You know, like the vision, everything was it was done the way that DMX wanted it to be done. So that's a good thing. Uh, I listened to it one and a half times. Um, the album was not bad at all. I'm not a huge DMX fan. I listened to it because he passed away and because it was new music. Not gonna lie to you. Um, but yeah, no, the, the music itself was good. It was cool. It didn't sound like he was trying to be too, too, too modern and rapping on BC when it's supposed to be rapping on, you know, like he had a song with Snoop Dogg. It's called Sexual Healing or he sampled that song. And to me, that's, that sounds like DMX shit. You know what I mean? Like he would do that. So it was nice to listen to that. Um, he also had another song with Griselda that, I absolutely love. That's my favorite song. Uh, it's literally just like, it's whiskey and cigar music, fam. Like, listening to that in the car, you just feel like you're like Don Corleone. I don't even know who that nigga is. It just sounds cool, <laughs> you know. But like that that music, that song, sorry, was actually a very good song on the album. One of my favorites. I kept revisiting it. So if you haven't listened to it, please do. Um, but yeah, overall the project was good, solid. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Swiss Beats production, in terms of the beats that he chooses and stuff like. I think, uh, to me, whenever I think of Swiss Beats, I think of I Can Transform You by Chris Brown. 
and how busy that 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 song was and how it was like transformers like autobots you know what i mean it was just there was a lot going on and i'm not a huge fan of swiss beats production just because of that you know but um besides that he didn't sing on the album it didn't sound too crazy and you know shout out to dmx's family and everything else to you guys get that album listen it was pretty good um all right jumping into the next song doja cat put out a song called need to know <sighs> didn't need to know that song that's a terrible joke i should edit that out <laughs> that was bad but uh no nah, the song was not great i listened to it one time i think i can't remember how it goes at all i just remember saying like after it was done i did not enjoy it but the cover art was very spicy um she, she looks good but you know like the way she acts it's just, it's just weird but I mean, listen to it if you want, I guess, but it wasn't it wasn't that great, to be honest. Uh, that's it for Doja Cat. Let's get into Megan Thee Stallion. So, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, pun intended. Like, <laughs> listen, the song is called Thought Shit by Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I didn't finish the song. I listened to 40 seconds of it, and I'm like... Why? Why is she? Why is she? Words. Why is she? Why is she? Why is she doing this? Like why? Why title it this? Why have that? Like, oh yeah, I do thought I'm a thought. But you gonna call me a thought? Like yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand. It's like all right, like even if back when I was a slave, like uh, hey, this yo, is a, a crazy jump. But wow. if okay, people call oh people, white people call black people nigger or whatever. It's like, okay, then I'm your nigger. No, I'm not doing like I don't know. I don't. That's why I don't understand that mentality of like, oh, you're gonna keep calling me a thing. I'm gonna wear it on me. And of course, the people can it can be yelling at those screens right now or, or on their phone saying, "Well, you say the n-word amongst your friends." The white people were not calling us nigga. They were calling us er. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's a different thing. But I don't know. Just wearing this whole badge of like, yeah, I'm a whore. I'm 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 a thought. I'm this. Don't you want more for yourselves? I don't know. I, listen, I could be wrong. I'm an asshole, apparently, right? So don't, don't, worry, don't worry about that. But the song itself was not the greatest. Uh, I just, I think that, listen, she's actually a good rapper, but she never performs it in the songs, which is so frustrating because I'll see her on radio stations bust the craziest freestyles and have the sickest flows. And I'm like, I love this energy, love this. With the album, where is it? Nowhere to be seen, you know? It's always the, ah, yeah, what? Like, it's like, come away, fam. You know what I mean? Yeah, enough, enough already. <laughs> you know, so I just, I just want to have an album like that from her. I least a single like that from her. That then I'd be really excited. But this was honestly just not it for me. Um, all right, so let's talk about the Migos. The Migos finally dropped Culture Three. Uh, the of course the super longly awaited album. I don't know if longly awaited is a phrase that should be saying. However, the album came out and it was awaited for a long time. So longly awaited. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a good album it was a good album it was uh, a quick listen i think it was maybe 18 songs i want to say uh he had a bunch of features on there i mean they had a bunch of features on there as well from cardi to polo g to um bieber was on the track as well you know um i listened to it and i wasn't i wasn't moved um are we were you good there cameraman okay then we should take a little break and then come back to it Okay, and we're back from a little intermission. I remember that, honestly, this is, reminds me back of the struggle days because this camera, at times that after a certain amount of time and also it overheats and the battery dies and, you know, so it just, honestly, man, with the with the whole evolution of the podcast, elevating to, to London's visuals was, bro, chef's kiss, man. It's honestly just a blessing. Are, are we good? Yeah. Okay, you're scaring me. I was like, oh, are we not recording? What's going on? 
Um, but no, so I was talking about the Migos album, right? It was good to add a lot of features on there. Um, the project did not surprise me, to be honest. Uh, I kind of been off culture since, I want to say culture one or two. After that, I was kind of like, ah, it's enough. You know, but of course, they have to throw the third one out. But I'm happy that it's be, it's being well, um, um, what's what I'm looking for? Well received, I guess, by the general public. Um, based on like what I'm seeing on Twitter. Uh, I think I also heard Joe Bunn talk about how great it was. I didn't finish the podcast, but yeah, he was saying it was great. So, I mean, that's great for them. People are enjoying it. Um, I just wasn't, maybe I'm just getting too old and I'm just over these kind of songs. And Or maybe I just can't go outside. I just don't know what it is, but um, shout out to them, I guess, for putting out an album that does well. Um, let's talk about Emotional Oranges. So, Emotional Oranges is an R&B group. Uh, I'm not sure what they're from. They may be from Cali or... Uh, I don't know where, but obviously the I feel like the world got put onto them by Rory from the Joe Bun podcast. But anyway, um, yeah, they're they're a really good duo, a guy and a girl. They they do R and B together, and they finally put out. I think this is a mixtape. I have a few songs on there. Juice Box. I didn't finish it. Didn't get a chance to finish it. Uh, I think that I'm either halfway or three quarters of the way through. I was listening to it when I was working, and it was good. It was it was. It's honestly it's a good uh it's a good you know a good few songs. Of course, they don't really make bad songs in my opinion. Um, they know how to pick their features. They know how to really stay in their pockets. So, shout out to them for that. Uh, it was good. It's it's a nice. Um, they go from I wouldn't say it's really really super duper R and B, but it's like modern R and B ish, right? So it's some stuff that you're gonna play when you have like a candle on or something, you know. And it's kind of like a you know like you're moving your shoulders a little bit. It's not too too crazy. Are, are we good? Scamman, scamming, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm getting a little nervous. I don't know if this shit's filming. We're good, we're good, we're good. We're good, okay, okay. Because, you know, when it's the cameraman's just looking over the camera, like, <laughs> like doing the, the, what is it, little Kim dance? <laughs> then it's, you know, it's risky. Um, but, nah, the, the shout out to them for, I'm shouting out everyone for the albums, to be honest. But, no, the album was actually good. You guys should go listen to that. And then, lastly, Polo G. Uh, I did not listen to the album by myself. I had. I was listening to Academic Stream, and he was playing the album. He had a listening party when it came out, and he was playing the album front to back, right? So he played it for everyone, you know, track after track. And yeah, I know I didn't like it. I did not like it. Uh, Polo G wasn't a huge fan of his, even when he had that big song with, uh, what's that guy's name, uh, Lil TJ. Um, like when, when those guys are coming out and I wasn't a fan of them, that's when I realized I'm getting a bit old because these guys just... They didn't move me like that when I was a kid, you know, like you listen to the songs like, oh my God, you hear the new blah, 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 Ray, Ray. That just wasn't the case for these guys. So, um, yeah, this album was not it. He, it was a bit all over the place. Uh, he sounded very strange and um, like he's trying to get a radio single out maybe. And I just, it just didn't sound good. But I do like the song Rapstar. Rapstar is a really good song. It sounds really good. But this album, I don't know. And it's so weird because I was watching his Breakfast Club interview and he sounded so mature and composed and everything, like thinking before he answered every question. So I'm like, okay, we're going to get a really good album. I feel it's going to be concise. It's going to be coherent. It's going to be, you know, straight to the point because he doesn't say more than he needs to say when he's answering questions. So I imagine the music was going to be the same. However, it was not. It was a bit of a disappointment. And to be honest, I mean, I, I listened to it once, right? So I, maybe I need to revisit it again. I hope I don't have to. But uh, yeah, it just... Not my favorite release from yesterday. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it on music. Uh, let's move into the quick round of listener questions. If I don't add a graphic, I'm going to look crazy doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into it. So these are questions that were sent to by a really good listener. Obviously, listen, 
other questions are confidential. I'm not going to expose anyone. Um, but of course, you can send your questions in at rotmpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send them in on the, uh, the Instagram page at rotmpodcast2ts. Um, all right, so let's get into it. So the first question is, would you marry for love or security? Hmm. Would I marry for love or security? Uh, I'd marry for love. I feel like I'd provide the security. I don't think that men really marry for security. I think they marry more for... <laughs> what the fuck do men marry for? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think men marry for love. Or like, I mean, some guys marry for looks, you know, but... I don't. I don't see myself going into a relationship or a marriage because I'm like, oh, I feel secured. What does that even mean? You know, does that mean taken care of? Like, because most time when you hear secure, you think of financially, right? So I don't know about marrying for security. I don't know about marrying for love. Um, would I feel a way if my wife told me she's marrying for security? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't want to be with someone who does that. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna marry for love. Um, question number two. Uh, which is the worst in a relationship? Lack of trust or lack of communication? Hmm. I feel like they're the same, no? Yeah, they kind of... They kind of... I feel like they're pretty much the same. Like, if you don't trust your partner, you're not going to be talking to them like that. And if you don't talk to them, it's probably because you don't trust them. So, what's worse, bro? It's, they're one and the same. Um, The battery's low? Yo, what is going on today, bro? Like, it, it just shut off? Wow, that's crazy. I guess we're taking another break then. Okay, and we're back from break again. Uh, this is really reminiscent to the old days back when I used to, you know, shoot with this camera and there's mad breaks and mad choppy things. And Listen, man, we embrace the struggle because we love the final product. Um, all right, yeah, so back to the listener questions. Um, what else was there? Um, yeah, okay. Is it okay to keep items that were given to you from your ex? Absolutely not. Um, I don't understand why you're keeping that shit or you're trying to get back with them. Just go have sex with them. Uh, I don't think... <laughs> uh, what do I think about it? To be honest, it depends what it is. I mean, altogether, bro, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't really like that. But it depends what it is, you know? It, it really just depends how intimate the gift is. The kid? They now return... I'm not dating you. Uh, <laughs> either the kid or me. Uh, <laughs> No, but I don't. I I think it really just depends on how intimate the gift is and how personal it is. If it's uh, jewelry, then respectfully, I feel like you gotta not wear that because that's just one of those things. It's like, why are you wearing that? You know what I mean? Um, if it's like, I don't know, shoes or something, yeah, you can wear those. But I'm gonna step on them and I'm gonna set them on fire by accident and get you new ones, the exact same pair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'm gonna replace it. But um, if it's like. I don't know if if it's a ring, you know, jewelry stuff like that. That's personal. If it's like undergarments, bro, come, is that even a question? You know, but yeah, it really just depends. To me, that that's all it depends about how how um intimate the gift is. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think the intimacy of a gift is a huge factor. Um, but then again, am I looking to like return things that you like, like? Uh, you're better than me then yeah you're more involved than me like if you like it i don't care you like it but yeah. to but me you can start wearing it and be like you know hey this is my favorite necklace from whatever the fuck yeah 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 that's just weird yeah and yeah, maybe i have to evolve and just be like yo if they like it then they like it and it is what it is like because all i'm seeing is the person's paws on you you know regardless of what it is it's kind of like a, ugh, let's move yeah most extremes exactly um yeah and then the final uh, listener question we have how do you know when someone loves you 
Nigga, like, I don't fucking know. Um, it doesn't matter. Honestly, do you love them? That's what matters. That's what really matters. Uh, how do you know if someone loves you? Do you feel loved? Yeah. But you can tell if someone loves you, though. You know what I mean? I feel like you can feel like, do I feel care for it here? You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, the yeah. basic, basic. But it doesn't guarantee it. But if you have that, like, you know, basic things, then maybe you can jump to the conclusion of they love you. But just basing it off like, oh, they texted me fast and doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fucking luck, buddy. Like, there's never, it's never going to happen. Yeah, no, no, no. But no, again, the most important part is do you love them? That's that's really, because that's such a big thing. Two people like, oh, why did he do this? Or does he not like this? Do you like him? Mm-hmm. Like most times, like, why is he not doing this? What does he think? Do you like him? Most times, like, I can like him. Like, that's most, of the, you know what I mean? Most scenarios are, I can like this person. So just focus on whether or not you actually like them or love them. And then work from there, you know? Um, you know, that, that's it for listener questions. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm actually afraid of the camera just cutting off. So I can just stop recording. But I want to do it about 40, you know, 40 even. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end the episode off with uh, one item of silly shit. Even though nobody's here because my friends hate me and everyone left me. And my sister left because, you know, she's... I'm not going to go through my list of problems. But, um, yeah, so let me get into the silly shit. I have one item here. Uh, I'll pull up the video and then play it for you guys. Um, this video went, of course, viral. And people had a lot of th- a lot of things to say about it. So let's hear it. I think it's time for another adult pre-K lesson. What do you think? All right, turn your listening ears on. Catch a bubble in your mouth. Good job. She compared being fat to being black. Like, we ate our way into blackness. Like, we decided, you know what? I'm feeling really sad. I'm going to put some blackness on me right now. Of course, not all fat people are fat by their choice. Which, I don't know if that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> As a fat person, I can say it. Nigga, we ate, all right? Listen, just because... The after effect didn't happen the way it was supposed to in terms of digestion, like, but we all eat, you know what I mean? Like, some skinny people can eat, and it's like, the machine works properly, go, 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 goes in the washroom, right? It goes to you, it comes in, go, 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 it's not coming down, and it stays here, that's what I'm saying, so it's like, you put the food, like, nobody duct taped the, the ice cream sandwich to your hand, fam, you put it in your body, so... For you to compare that and the struggles you face as a fat person, there's, there's, there's mad struggles that fat people face, of course. Have I faced them? I don't know. I do. I really don't know. I don't know, right? I don't know if a girl's like, oh, he's fat. I'm not gonna talk to him. Like, I don't know. But are there people that you know what I mean? People look at them and say, oh, you fat ass or whatever. Of course, it happens, you know. But for you to compare that to a whole being black and also to to being in a wheelchair, what are you talking about, fam? What are you talking about? 
What are you talking? <laughs> Listen, I, I I didn't want to go in on. Honestly, I'm not gonna go in on it. I'm just gonna keep it like you know, pretty surface level on this. But this is absurd for you to for, and the whole <sighs> you know, fat phobic shit. Let's, oh my god, let me not do this because I can have some fat listeners with fat ears and they, they don't they may feel a way about it. So fat listeners with fat ears. Listen, what you're supposed to be fat and have skinny ears? Oh, my, ears my ears are really actually really tall, which is small, which is funny. But no, I this bro, come on, I. I one day I'm gonna do an episode on fat phobic and and have a fat expert and and you know have oh, them. Okay. No, and they call, I'm not talking about a fat person. I'm talking about a fat expert. Like you know what I mean? Like there's a whole terminology with this. Like uh, fat, I guess maybe it's written the pH. And, you know, <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking around. But no, I want to have an actual you know fatologist come on the podcast and really just talk about the stuff that fat people have gone through and we can compare it to 400 years of slavery and, and things that, and, and, and inst- fucking institutional racism and, you know, being oppressed just for the way you come on, come on. And listen, if people don't like you, they don't like you go to who likes you. Okay. Stop trying to go into people's houses and in their minds and force them to like you say, you don't like me. Well, I guess you're a hater. That's that mentality on another level. It's like, just because a person doesn't like you, they're a hater. No, they don't like you period. That That's all it is. It has nothing to t- Maybe it has, okay. <laughs> People say, oh, it has something to do with her being fat. So what? They don't like you. Why would you go in, out of your way and make them like you? I don't understand it. I will never understand it. I and I know. Literally, yes. And I'm sick and tired of so many. Okay, because I've caught some women do this. Like, they'll comment on, I'm, I'm 100% for uh, body positivity. At first, I was not. I was like, I don't understand why you're doing this. But and then I also was like, wait, this is not about me. It's about how they feel. And for them to post the roles and stuff like that and feel good about it, that's how they deal with their truth. So I'm like, you know what? Who am I to shit on that? Do your thing, right? But what I don't understand is the people that don't like it and then go comments, oh my God, you are way more beautiful than Game Kardashian, stuff like that. It's like, why are you comparing? And also, I know you don't think that. So why are you going out of your way to become, you know what I mean, quote unquote woke? I don't like that behavior. But again, of course, I'm going to get shit for this because I went in on fat people and I'm a fat. You know what I'm saying? I'm fat too. The, the fuck? What are we going to do? Fucking sumo wrestle? <laughs> nah. Uh, nah. That, 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 that woman's absolutely insane. Um, she's at, Bro, come on. Like, niggas are too entitled nowadays. Like, people don't like you. People don't like you. That's what it is. You take that. You go. Take your L. Hug it. Go home. That's done. Don't try to make people like, no, you're not going to. Exactly. You're not going to get a consolation prize about, oh, no. Like, take it out. Okay. You didn't get it. You didn't get it. Like, I'm sick of these people, bro. But anyway, it's been another episode. Wow. I'm going to cut that out or not. Anyway, it's been another episode of Return of the Mac podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Uh, if, you've, uh, if you've tuned in, um, I mean, you're obviously still here. So thank you. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, please do subscribe. Give it a thumbs up. Drop a comment. If you don't, I mean, if you don't want to drop a comment, give it a thumbs up. It actually helps the video a lot. Um, subscribe as well. And please do keep telling people to tell people. Talk with us on Instagram and TikTok as well. And I'm going to see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.